Hi, this is Francois. And this is Mark, doing the Daily Ride podcast for April 2nd, 2011. And even though we're not as cool as Fonzie, we're still putting the commute in commuter entertainment. There we are. And we're uh, on. Yeah. Doing podcast 30 today. Yeah, sort of a, well, a kind of a milestone. Yeah, kind of. What's that, 10 weeks, right? <coughs> yeah. 10 weeks, two and a half months. All right, and neither of us have grown bored of it. No. That is astounding. I know. We usually uh, we usually ditch projects way earlier than this. <laughs> I usually uh, give us a week too, Tops. Uh, well, it's, it you know it really is kind of a a fun way to pass the ride. Yeah, uh, and it ke- gets you on your toes a little bit, and, and you keeps us You got to fill the awkward silences, yeah, which gotta, is nice. You got to open up your. Uh, well, I don't mind a little silence once in a while, but sure. uh, what are you trying to say? Shut the hell up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here, wait, hold on. I mean, I love the sound of my own voice, don't get me wrong. Sure. Well, who doesn't? <coughs> yeah. I think the... They get a little bit of a sore throat revival this morning. So we were supposed to get eight inches of snow, and that's what the weatherman said. Yeah. Beautiful and like sunny always, day. Like always, he's a jackass. <laughs> Completely wrong. I don't really like that guy. Wait, which guy? Uh, before I start, go, I was just before I start bashing uh, the wrong <laughs> weather guy. <laughs> I was just sort of, uh, I was, I was addressing a generic, a generic weatherman. weatherman. <laughs> Why, what, what, uh, what weatherman's put a bee in your bonnet? Mm. I just don't particularly like Tom Messner. Yeah, I don't know. You know, people love him or hate him. Yeah, uh, I am not a fan. I wouldn't say hate because uh, I reserve hate for. I'm not one of those guys who's I know, like, I hate this, I hate were, that. I mean, like, I might say hate, but I don't really hate. Sure, you you reserve hate for uh, beautiful blue creatures. Like I birds? Know. Yeah. Yeah, I hate yeah. that fucking bird. Yeah. Um, any case, yeah, I don't like Tom Mester. Kind of looks like a... Looks a little bit Weasley. It totally does. Like he's it trying to get away with something. And I think he is. Yeah, he totally is. He's trying to get away with knowing nothing about the weather and pretending he does. Right. I mean, I'm sure he knows a lot about <laughs> meteorology. Right. But you think he'd stick his head out the fucking window once in a while. Sure. Sure. Just saying. I don't know why they don't... Uh, they always do uh, the weather reports, like, the night before. Well, that's when they're useful, right? Right. But what they really should do is do them first thing in the morning. They could just stick their head yeah, out the window. They could stick their head out the window. Say, you know, it's a Looks partly a cloudy, cloudy today. We might get some rain. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Wind's blowing pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, I see some clouds across the lake. They seem to be moving know. towards us. It's a light sweater weather out there. Yeah. I've stepped outside. Yeah. It's a little chilly. A little chilly. Yeah. I don't know the exact temperature, but... Uh, a, nice, a nice fleece. I stepped outside in a t-shirt, and uh, I went back inside for a sweater, so... There you uh, go. That's uh, that's my take on it. You know. Now, if they could go back in time and give that to you the night before, then they'd be useful. Right. All right, yeah. I got here first, pal. What was that show that used to... Wasn't there a show on TV for a little while where the guy was getting tomorrow's paper today? You know? It was that ridiculous. It was that ridiculous premise where he was getting the next day's newspaper the day before. 
until he was able just to just his little local newspaper bet on the baseball game. Well, I'm probably. Uh, but in any case, he uh, he ended up, he ended up like reading the news, and he'd have to stop all these disastrous things that were going to happen. That's a lot of pressure on a guy, huh? Well, yeah, I guess. But the thing I never understood is like, how can lots of disastrous things don't happen all the time? You know what I mean? That doesn't make good TV drama, though. Well, fair enough. It's I'm sort just of saying, like, <laughs> like, you know, it's one of those things where, like, the premise is that... Uh, it's there's sort of like, do you think House has an interesting case every week? It does in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> every, everything House does is I mean, I don't want to ruin it for you, but uh, it, there's a writer behind that. <clears throat> I suppose if they were cutting, like, if they weren't doing, like, every day... You know, if they were doing, like, every time there was something, you know. I suppose the show is kind of supposed to take place around every time something extraordinary does happen. As opposed to every day. Right. I mean, I can't get behind this. (laughs) It's fiction. Fine. It's fiction. Fine. It's fiction. They're making that shit up. Alright, so totally I'm supposed to just suspend my disbelief oh, crap, completely? I mean, yes, exactly. What are you doing? Did As you well, shift into neutral? In, no, I was in third gear and it was it was uh it was holding me back, man. Yeah. Hold me back. It was cramping my style. That would cramp your style. Yeah, I'm a fourth gear kind of guy. Yeah. Did you ever figure out what the deal with the uh, with the brakes on this thing was? No, but I gotta get it into the shop. We're gonna have to get a uh substitute and makes me feel better. substitute ride mobile. Yeah. I mean, they're working fine. It's just that they're making a bad noise. Which indicates to me that maybe perhaps in the not-too-distant future they won't be working fine. No, it just means that I could fuck up my rims. You know, I could fuck up my uh, drums. Because I I think it's just the pads are worn. You can just further break the... You know, it's like... I don't know what it's like. I'm having a hard time with analogies this morning. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a... It's like when brakes like wear a, out. It's like a disc and... Uh, <laughs> it's like if you had a plate. It's like if you had some brakes and, and they were, were wearing out. And it's were, like that. You were scratching the plate. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, wow. Oh, usually I'm very quick with an analogy. Yeah, finish, today. finish that coffee. Get back to normal. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was listening to, uh, they did this three-part mini-series, and I don't know if it was for, you know, a a television program in in Canada or, right, uh, or just for the web, but it was, uh, people who had left Montreal at the rise of the Parti Québécois, the Separatist Party. Yeah. And they had all gone out to Calgary, which I find a little depressing. Wait, 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 before you go on. History lessons with Mark. <laughs> this is going to be a flawed history lesson hey, for sure. There you this go. Is, you know go how, ahead and stumble through this You know how uh, <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle had fractured fairy tales? Yeah. Yeah, I got fucked up history, history lessons. Yeah. Maybe I'll create a soundbite for that that I can insert. <laughs> a little theme song? Yeah. Uh... So I try not to do too much editing. 
anyway, uh, these guys had all, at some point or other, during between between the FLQ and the first referendum, the FLQ kidnapping uh, uh, Pete, Lapo- uh, Pete Laporte. Uh, and Pete Laporte? Well, Pierre. Pierre Laporte. Pierre Laporte? Yeah. What sounds like a sounds like a mafia name. Sounds like a cartoon character. Yeah. Uh, well, he kind of was. He Take was a member of Parliament, the, I think, the or, port. or a, an ambassador. I can't remember. It was just before I got to Montreal, so I'm not quite clear on the politics leading up to it. Right. We moved to Montreal in '71, and I think it was just happening around there, or just had happened, or right. I can't remember. So, th- again, fucked up history. Sure. So. There is some time around. I have a general sense of it, but I'm not. I'm not yeah, I have a general sense of it, but I'm not very clear on it. And uh, anyway, that was sort of the the kickoff. And like all good revolutions, uh, they had their poets and their. Uh, sure. Uh, it was a very emotional. What's uh, the deal with poets? Uh, what's the deal with revolutions that brings poets out of the woodwork? You know, they, the, the, I tell you what it is. Yeah. It's the only time people are so fucking busy during a revolution. Right. You know, because it, you, you got essentially the power structure. You got to watch your ass. Right. Because if the if the the existing power structure uh, gets wind of your revolutionary activities, uh, you're going down. Right. So you're a bit on tinder hooks. You're like looking over your shoulder all the time. So, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you this for when we have to have a revolution here. Sure. Um, because <laughs> y- if they catch you, you're fucked. Right. And uh, and so you're busy, and so, uh, but but you're also using uh, to get followers. You know, nobody. Especially nobody sort of moderately comfortable. Right. Gets up, you know, turns off Dr. Phil to go fight a revolution. Right. They're like, "Ah, I could have another beer. I could watch a football game. (laughs) Or I I could could go go try and get myself killed. Or I could go put my life in jeopardy. Jeopardy? Thank you. Uh, so it's Is Jeopardy uh, the leader of the revolution? Uh, <laughs> I put my life in jeopardy. No, he's just a fucker who's uh, okay. a member of the revolution. Okay. So, you know, it's I, you know I can go put my life at risk, or I can uh, I can you know see how the how the game comes out. Right. And it's one thing if you're starving and you know can't afford a TV to distract you. Sure. It's an entirely different thing. And by the way, in this country, we equate having not having a TV with starving. It's on a par. It's right. Equi- it's equivalent. Oh my God! You don't a have a TV? It, yeah, I know. So, but not even a little. Not one of the old tube ones. Yeah, but every house has a TV now. So right. fear not. Fear not. There's a TV in every living room. Ah. And that's really what's important. These are wonderful times we live in. They are. They are. The promise of the great American dream has paid off. We all have TVs, most of them color. I'd say just about all of them color at this point. Many of them. Many of them plasma. Many of them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, truly a truly a dream come true. It is a wonderful time. 
And uh, so it's hard to get a revolution. So you need to strike people at their most irrational core. Right. Uh, because you're asking them to jump in front of bullets, you know. Right. And okay. it's not like, you know, there are people who are sort of uh, fully prepared to jump in front of a bullets, and most of them are members of the armed forces right now already. Yeah. Uh, the rest of us are not so prepared to jump in front of bullets, which is why we're not members of the armed forces. Yes. And so, you know, to get us to jump in front of bullets, you really got to motivate us. So you got to right. tug at our most perhaps, irrational... Perhaps, uh, you know, an hors d'oeuvre, an hors d'oeuvre tray at the revolution. You right. Know? And a, you, uh, you know, a buffet. You know, in fact, I was reading... I'd go for a buffet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I was reading Adam Smith recently. Yeah. And uh, there's a, a portion of his book where he's talking about how people estimate their chances of success. Yeah. And they always overestimate their chances of success. Sounds about right. And always underestimate their chances of failure. And it's a good thing. I, I, you know, it has its good places. Like, I don't think... Right. You know, one in nine businesses fail. You think anybody would open a fucking business if they didn't overestimate their chances of success? And you never meet an entrepreneur who says, you know, I got this great idea. It'll probably fail, but I'm going to give it a try anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just that not That sounds like more when you and I decide to open up a business. <laughs> We are fairly pragmatic, but but uh, even us, we got we got this shitty idea. It may or may not work. Right, uh, I know, I know. Probably won't. But but most people overestimate their chance. That's like if you they did a survey in I can't remember which school. I think it was MIT or you know it was one of the big schools. Yeah, Harvard or Yale or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And they asked the class. Uh, you know, what percentage of the class do you think you'll graduate in? You know, the the bottom 25, the, the uh, you know, next, you know, the, the second, you know, the bottom 50. <laughs> right. The, you know, top 20, you know, top 50, top 25, top 10, top 5. Right. 90% of the recipients said they would graduate in the top 5. Well, that's just not possible. Exactly. It's just not possible. Because we know that half of all people are below average. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, and they know that too. Boy, but they, that's sad. I know. But they overestimate their chances. Of, but it's not sad. It just is. I mean, and no matter, that's you know, true. the average, right. we could all be fucking geniuses. All right. Suffice it to say that it's sad because the average is so low. Well, there you go. <laughs> There you go. But but we could be all geniuses, every single one of us, right. and still half of us will be below average. All right. For, all right. Yeah, right? I'm with you. So, so anyway, so people overestimate their chances. of, And he said that's why lotteries do so well. Yeah. Is And, and another phenomena of human nature is if you make the buy-in small enough, you know, the, the yeah. cost of, of entering small enough and the payoff large enough. Right. People will completely ignore the odds in or out of their favor. Right. In other words, if I tell you, just give me a dollar, you have a chance to win. We're doing a drawing. You'll have a chance to win a million dollars. But uh-huh. the odds are 15 million to one against you. Uh-huh. Y- you're, a lot of people will give you that dollar. 
They yeah. won't care about the odds. Odds, schmods. They can't envision the odds. They can uh, only see one dollar. Odds, bodkins. Yes. They can only see one dollar turning into a million dollars. Yes. Anyway, so back to back to uh, fighting the revolution. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You have to motivate people, and so you got to hit them at their most illogical. So you use all the tricks of the the despot essentially and all the tricks of the preacher and all the tricks you know you hit them with their religion people are fiercely uh protective of of the things they've invested their delusions into sure so religion is a high one because you know people start attacking it and you can't argue it rationally because it's completely irrational so so you so you rail against it irrationally. What do you mean? Don't stop you shut up. You can't say that about my religion. Nah, don't talk. Ah. And they go nuts, right? Yeah. And that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to get them to defend it illogically. Sure. And you say, I tell you what, anyone says anything bad about your religion, you shoot them in the fucking head. Right. See that guy over there? He hates your religion. He thinks you should take your religion and stick it up your ass. Right. That's what he, he's, your God, he la- he scoffs at your God. Right. And that's how you get people's, you know, the, how dare he? Boom. He's dead. Now that guy's not scoffing at my religion. My religion's safe inside my own delusion. Right. So, or, or in, you know, in the case of Quebec, your language, you won't be allowed to talk your language. They won't let you talk your language. You're not allowed to talk your language. But I love my language. Wait, wait, wait. Let me make sure I understand. I'll still be able to talk a language, right? (laughs) Yes, just not yours. Not your mother's tongue. See, there's an emotional connection to your mother. The tongue that you... The language your mother rocked you in the cradle (laughs) with will be ripped from your soul. You know what occurs to me? I actually can't speak my mother's tongue. I know. Yeah. I know. And it's sad. That is sad. Yeah. Don't get me started on that. Yeah. You squandered a brilliant opportunity. Oh, well. Anyway. <laughs> yes, uh, one of many. One of many. <laughs> um, so no, I'm sad now. <laughs> yeah, I know. You totally put that. But yeah. you tell people, okay. if I told you, you know, if I told you, you know what, there's more, uh, you know, there's so many Mexicans, we're just going to stop speaking English, we're going to all speak... I'd have it. The English is the language of our land. We, you know, we had killed all those Mexicans. Yeah, that's a really weird thing to get behind. Anyway, the French Canadians got right fucking behind it. Good for them. Um, and and so did the English Canadians. You know, they were, you know, they were, they were people like me going. Uh, I can't put English on my fucking sign. How dare they? How the nerve! The the gall, the 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 tyranny of it all, mm-hmm. um, and it was fairly tyrannical because telling somebody they can't speak one language or the other, whatever that language is, is pretty sad. Right. It's hard to breathe back here. Um. <laughs> so uh, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Again, there's Something a small girl suffocating in the back seat. Tell me, tell me when you're uh, feeling a little better. I'll roll that up. Okay. Just give me that. Just wave at me, and I'll roll it up. So, uh, so for your brother the other day, I said, fuck you. When he said, I'm hot, I said, deal. That's true. I tried to roll down the window but, and he wouldn't let me. But when my beautiful daughter oh, come asked on. me. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> 
<laughs> oh my God! Look at that. Oh, uh, no, I'd, ra I'd rather not. You know, this, what the hell? What the hell? She's one Twinkie away from just being in a wheelchair. You wonder. I mean, how do her legs move that? I don't know. Like, there's got to be a lot of chafing like, going I on. Like, I bet if you were carrying around that weight for ten minutes, you'd be like, "Oh, we got to stop and take a break." <laughs> well, she does look. She probably weighs about what do you say, three fifty, four hundred pounds. Three fifty, and her pr frame probably supports about one fifty. So she's carrying two hundred-pound bags of flour. I've done that before. It's not easy. Jesus. I mean, I. What's that? Roll up the window. All right. There you go. You don't want to breathe in that truck's. Uh, yeah. Heavy exhaust. So so anyway, to get people motivated, you got to hit them in the stupid. Right. And the stupid lives. You know your your nationalistic f feelings. You know they're taking our land. It's not sure. really your land. It's you know somebody else's land, but it's right. you know they make it's the government's land. Yeah, they make you think it's your land. Yeah, and they're taking stealing our language, our culture, some an undefinable uh, thing that you can just fucking bloody well go on doing in your own living room, and nobody's trying to stop you. But right. anyway, so you got to hit them in the stupid. Yeah, and uh, that's what that's what they did, and so they got a bunch of crazy French Canadians who were, by the way, and they it's true that you know sort of historically they had been not systematically deprived of their rights, but it just sort of a phenomena of numbers, right? And who was who had won a previous war. It was just slowly but surely. But by the time, by 1970, French Canadians could do whatever the fuck they wanted. I, I will say that the church played a big role right. in keeping them down. For example, they didn't have a French business school, I think, until the 60s. Because business so, was evil in the eyes of the Lord? Partly, yeah. Well, and and because they and because they wanted to keep the population a little bit stupid and a little bit dependent and a little bit more agrarian, yeah. uh, and so they just didn't encourage that. You know, it wasn't that it was forbidden. All these things were not sort of a despot saying, "Don't let the French go to school," uh, but they were just part of the sort of twisted landscape. Sure. But the landscape was untwisting itself. And by 1970, when they kidnapped uh, Pete the Door, um, they, you know, things were fairly untwisted. So it was, you know, it wasn't like the French were being denied jobs. You know, I mean, m uh, your mom's French-Canadian uh, grandfather was the head of the Bank of Montreal. And, sure. And or a big wig in the Bank of Montreal. And... So, so why don't we come from more money? <laughs> you know, our problem has a f our family has a problem hanging on to money. That's true. Here's how it works. Okay. We're good at making money. Yeah. You know, we we run successful businesses and 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 we all work pretty hard. You know, we're all pretty hard working. Yeah. Uh, but we have this stupid entrepreneurial spirit. <laughs> Which Damn causes <laughs> us, which causes us to when we get some means, right, 
we risk it on high risk, high payoff ventures. Right. This is because we overestimate our chances of success. Uh, you know, y- y- no, it's because partly because we're greedy. Oh, okay. Like, you know, we want to have more. Right. Uh, although it's funny, you know, sort of on a day-to-day basis, we're not especially greedy people. Right. We live fairly modestly. We're not, uh, we're right. not, we're not full of... Well, uh, we're not driving BMWs and, you know... Well, we would be if we could, but we're right. not sort of envious of those people driving BMWs. Sure, okay, yeah, and, no, I see what you And, you know, I mean, we'd be all driving, you know, Jaguars and Lamborghinis if we could. Sure. But uh, but we're not sort of you know we're not inclined to covet. Yeah, we're, we're act- that's actually it. We don't we're not a very covetous family. Right. We don't want what the other guy got, has. We want what we want, and we want to get it on our own. Right. And if we can't, well, we'll live with what we got. You know, we all pretty we all know how to be happy with what we have, and so it's not like uh, you know. I mean, we've had. We've had some business successes and we've had some business failures, and those failures haven't crushed us. We'd be like, ah, fuck, that didn't work out. All right, well, you know, we'll trim uh, back our life's our our, our scale, lifestyle, yeah, our lifestyle, and we'll uh, try, you try know, again. work on and try again. Exactly. Right. Uh, but that's what we do. So we, you know, we're always putting at risk our our uh, our security. I see. Um, it's just the, the the struggle you've been born into. Sorry. Hooray! Uh, I'm confident that your sister will marry rich. Yeah. Uh, That'd be nice yeah. for her. Yeah. It won't help me. Well, she's the least. She's the least sort of goofy of all of us. Right. You know, she's the least uh, sort of foolishly optimistic. Yeah. Uh, One might even consider her pessimistic. You might, you might say that. Well, I, maybe, perhaps a realist. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, by its nature, pessimistic. Right. Um, <laughs> so, so anyway, so you got to get people motivated to fight revol- revolutions. Sure. How did I, oh yeah, so this thing, this movie. <laughs> there we go. It all comes back around. <laughs> this, uh, this show I was watching. Uh, was reminding me of all that time, and you know, I loved living in Montreal. Sure. And, but the politics—it's funny. I mean, I didn't realize it until I moved here. Right. Weighs heavily on you. Like, I, you know, when you're in it and you're, you're not really thinking about it, and it's not a day-to-day thing, and it's not like, you know, but the stress of, of, the political atmosphere really can weigh on you. Yeah. And uh, and so it br- it was bringing all that back, and that was a very depressing time. I didn't want to leave Montreal, uh, right. you know. But it was just getting stupid up there, and plus, you know, all the stupidity had lev- led to ridiculous unemployment. You right. know, so not only was that sort of political stupidity going on, but financial stupidity was resulting. Right. And uh, Ooh, bad times. Yeah. So I was. So at the time, I was kind of finally relieved and happy to get the fuck out of there. Right. Um. And now we have a job in America. Hooray! Which oh. we have to go do now. Yes, we do. Let's go do it. All right. I went to. It's a. Pr- it's a price chopper. It's a chain. They're not going to have gobstoppers. 
I'm they telling could. you, there's a freak chance from some old buy that they could have some, some skanky old bo- gobstoppers. <sighs> Look, I, I'm telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't care. So, well, look, we're going to do everything you want to do anyway. So, you know, just go, yeah, I'm sorry about that, honestly. <laughs> <Just laughs> you know what? Tell you what. Uh, as soon as I get my 30... S- as soon as I get... <laughs> as soon as I get my tax return, uh, my extra tax return after I'd made the amendment, I'm going to buy you... A, I'm going to... No, I'm going to buy you a case of Gobstoppers or something. Shut you up for You know good. that moment when you get whacked in an ads, and then there's like a delay and you think you got away with it? Yeah. And then it comes back like about 15 seconds later? I got to be honest. What the fuck spurred that? She said she was going to kick in an ads. Did she? Are you not paying attention to the conversation? No, I was too busy talking over her. Yes, I know. Well, your sister said... You know, you said, you know what I'm gonna do when I get, and she says, you're gonna get a kick in the nads from me. Really? Yeah. I did not hear that. I yeah. blocked it out. So, which led me Ow. to say, you know that. <laughs> okay. Yes, I do. I am familiar with that. I'm very familiar with that feeling. Unfortunately. Oh, it's a horrible phenomenon. You know what that reminds me of? Playing. Uh, you know that game at the fair. Or, well, I don't know if they have it at the fair, but sometimes in amusement parks and stuff like that, where you shoot, uh, there's a little metal duck and it moves back and forth, and you shoot the metal duck. Yeah, with like a BB gun or whatever. Right. And when it, when you shoot it, another one pops up going the opposite direction. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, (laughs) one time I was playing, uh, uh, we had a bunch of Roman candles. Yes. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I had uh, I had a helmet <laughs> and a long sleeve shirt. And so I I donned the uh, helmet and the long sleeve shirt. Sure. And uh, it was my <laughs> I don't know why I volunteered for this. <laughs> but I would <laughs> walk back and forth <laughs> from tree to tree <laughs> while they fired Roman candles at me. And every time one hit me, I would have to go ding and turn around the other way. <laughs> uh, you know, I want <laughs> you to say, "I want you to say, oh, I was about seven. And how how old actually were you? Eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing: is that uh, <laughs> when the fucking ball would hit you, really? When the when the flaming. There's video of this. There's a little video. We're fucking posting that. Oh, yeah. I'll have to find it, but there oh, is video. Yeah. I'll have to dig through. <laughs> um, although it's kind of a bad video because the guy who was supposed to be filming it, first of all, my shitty video camera did not have tape in it. It only had like a little memory card, and when you were using the memory card, you could only record like 15 seconds at a time. So I was like, look, it only records 15 seconds at a time, so what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to hit record every 15 seconds to keep it going. (laughs) (laughs) And so I... (laughs) This is going to be like an old Keystone's Cop movie, isn't it? (laughs) Well, it's like, uh, so... (laughs) (laughs) So I give the camera to the guy and... We'll have a piano player. And there's about... (laughs) There's about five seconds of video of me walking back and forth getting Roman candles shot at me. Excuse me, James Bond is calling me. Uh Alright. Hello? Yeah. I'm on my way. 
one pound block of Velveeta. Got it. All right. See you soon. Bye. One pound block of Velveeta? Got that? Yeah. No, I got it. What the hell's going on with my phone? All right. So, yeah. So, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, there's about five solid seconds of uh, me getting Roman candles shot at. at uh, but then one hits me. <laughs> and he starts laughing so hard that he kind of forgets about the camera. Oh. And it's pointing at like a tree or something. Oh, that's and great. all you can see is the glow of the Roman candles going off. You know, you need a professional uh, camera. You really when you're do. Gonna, when you're going to pull a stunt like that, you need to get yourself a pro. Well, I'll tell you what. You need what. to get yourself the guy, the same guy, you know, hire the same guy who did Sam's butt rocket. Well, I'm hoping. <laughs> Because that guy, that was, guy a was genius. Yeah, he was on the game. He was on his game. Dude, that is the best YouTube but video and, I've but, ever seen. And you know what? You know he's like one of those guys who like always has the video camera going. Who you the know, Sam's butt rocket? Yeah, guy? he's always the guy who's doing the oh, recording. Oh, cooking you know? up the cockamamie scheme and well, recording it. Yeah, you know, because it like there, there's always that friend, the one with the video camera, who's like. Well, you notice he does some he, directing. Right, and he brings his video <laughs> camera everywhere. No, no, dude, dude, yeah. lift up your nutsack. It probably didn't have it so just much. Just put it in his ass. Oh, come on, it's just an asshole. It's just an asshole. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they probably didn't have it as much when you were a kid, but when I was a kid, there was always the you know, the guy with the video camera. Always there were no, there were no video cameras when right, I was exactly. a kid. Exactly. That's you know. Well, I guess you had eight millimeter, right? Uh, Not the same. You know the 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 so the pervert <laughs> down the street had an eight millimeter. <laughs> <laughs> Normal so people did not have the eight millimeter. So very much. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, so there's video, and I think some pictures, and uh, maybe some pictures. I don't know about that. Well, we but need to. We in need any to case, see that. yeah, we'll we'll get that up. But yeah. uh, but the thing was is like when. I was supposed to yell ding and turn the other way and start walking again. Sure. And I was kind of like clucking, you know, like I was <laughs> doing like a strut. Doing your uh, your Mick Jagger? Yeah. And uh, I might have had a few drinks in me as well. Right. But. Uh, All right. Don't play in the road, lady. But, oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, keep an eye on your kid, maybe. Uh, so. Oh, you know. Hard was to it tell a lady these topsy turvy times. Uh, you know. So. Uh, was it a moron or a. Yeah. All right, genius. So, so yeah. In any case, uh, look at that, Angela. I guess. Look at that. It's for sale. It's for yeah, you. Yeah, it's got a V6 though. Yeah. Well, now we're talking. I know. Fourteen thousand dollars. Oh, only fourteen. Look at that. Only fourteen beauty. grand. There you go. It's fourteen grand. Yeah. Too much. Too much. Yeah. All right. So, so, well, hold on. Let me wrap up. So, yeah. yeah. So, it was my job. I was kind of clucking and strutting, and every time a ball was hitting me, I was supposed to go, you know, ding, ding, turn, turn around. around. But the thing is, is what I didn't realize is that those flaming balls hurt when they hit you. <laughs> <laughs> really, you hadn't you hadn't made that well, calculation that a flaming ball shot at you might hurt. Okay, I said I I had a couple of drinks in me. I probably had more than a couple of drinks in me at uh -huh, this point. Uh -huh. But in any case. Uh, 
the ball hit me and I was like, ow, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, that's so your version of ding. So there was, <laughs> there was less ding and continuing and more of a lot of me stopping, which was dumb <laughs> and yelling because sure, then they could get a good beat on you. Well, yeah, at this point I'm just standing there and everyone's <laughs> just pointing their Roman candles at me. Uh, that's good times. Good. good times. Any case, uh, we'll be right back. Yes, we will. Yeah. All right, and we're back. Uh, so, uh, so, what'd you spend on shit catchers? Uh, okay. Well, diapers, wipes, food, and uh, food for how long? What, like a day's worth? <laughs> no food for like I, I want to say it'll last about a week and a half. So, okay, yeah, probably a little less. Let's say a week. Why don't you just you know, throw the food right in the diaper. And okay. On the other hand, diapers and wipes I won't have to buy for another month. That's a month supply? Yeah, roughly. Uh, longer, probably, for the wipes. And the wipes last a while, and the diapers, yeah, probably... Because he burns through about five or six a day. And I think... Five or six diapers a day. Yeah. And I think he, and I think that was a box of like, what is it, 170 diapers? Oh, really? That many? It's a lot. No, it can't be that much. No. 80 diapers. There you go. 80 diapers divided by five. Is 16. Yeah. 16 days. So about half a month. So I might have to go back, uh, unless he's unless he's really frugal with his poop, uh, which he. <coughs> Which he's been known to be. Mm. Uh, what do you do? Do you just tell him to hold it? <laughs> dude, Look, no, uh, pal. Dude, dude, if you can it cut in. it down to... If you can okay. cut it down, you know... I was going to buy diapers, if you but could I just bought batteries instead. If you could instead. just <laughs> shave off one shit a day, <laughs> then we can get 20 days yeah. out of that. We could get, get two-thirds <laughs> of a month out of this. Yeah. If, and afford to go to Disneyland. Is he, <laughs> cooperative? Is he cooperative in that sense? A little bit. So I can afford yeah. a new plasma TV. Yeah. Yeah. No, I already got the plasma TV. Oh, good. I'm glad you got your priorities straight. Yeah. I was able to afford the diapers and stuff, too. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. $100 on uh, food, diapers, and wipes. Christ almighty. Fucking hell. He better be worth it. Better be a goddamn genius. Damn, if he's not... There's going to be a reckoning. Putting him out to pasture. There's going to be a reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> Oy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Gross, gross people out today. Yeah, I've noticed that too. A lot of trolls. Yeah, yeah. The troglodytes are truly, uh, they're making You're their tour through Burlington. It's true. There, there's a high, high troll quotient today. And a lot more flesh than I usually like to see. Well, it's because it's because we have half a sunny day. Yeah, you know it's only forty-seven degrees, yeah, so immediately everybody's uh, nipples are getting hard. Yeah. yeah, all of a sudden the uh, the seventy-eight triple D's are coming out. <laughs> you gotta air those puppies once in a while. Yeah, otherwise <laughs> there's this cheese that starts to oh form oh, the oh, oh oh oh. You gotta. Oh. Gotta air them out, flick the crust off. Oh, stop it! Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Enjoy that mental image. <laughs> oh God, it's hideous. 
lots of cellulite. Uh, so what else is shaking? <laughs> I don't know. Talking about that uh, Roman candle thing reminded me of another funny thing I did. Oh, really? <laughs> you want me to share? Stupid things Francois done. Uh, I want you to uh, tell me what was the in that paper that your sister gave you. What in that paper? The oh, article or whatever right, it was. Because right, right, I didn't right, get a chance to read today. it. Yeah, well, okay. So, essentially... Well, the article was basically about nutrition. Okay. You know, and how there are clearly some nutritional habits that are better than others. The article started, however, with breaking news of a vegan family, a vegan mother and now father. Now, what the hell's vegan? Vegan is you can't eat any animal products, period. You know, vegetarians, they just don't eat the meat. But what other ve- what other animal products are they mowing on? Eggs, milk, Oh, gotcha, butter, gotcha, gotcha. Fish? Uh, you know, it depends on the vegetarian. But no, if you're a real vegetarian, you're not supposed yeah, to Yeah, because I was going to say, uh, fish ain't vegetables. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but they still have butter and egg. You know, like, David is a vegetarian in the sense that, like... But he'll eat butter and eggs. He'll eat butter and eggs, but... Really? He'll eat eggs? Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's like a, uh, animal fetus. Yeah, I fucking don't get it, but, uh, well, because the eggs aren't fertilized. You know, it's, you're not actually killing potential life. Uh, Okay, all right, so... you're essentially eating well, it a is chicken poten- ejaculate. It's, it's oh fuck it. All right, and we're going for it. And you just completely uh, run the. It's not. Uh, it's That's not. Uh, yeah, but that was not by accident. That was by choice. Yeah. That's uh, true. That's true. Um, um. So yes. But chicken, it is potential life. Yeah, in the same way that you know, semen is potential life. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly in that same way. But you can't say Are that's you not... Saying that I mean, I'm not saying it's alive. I'm just saying that it's the potential, you know, it's got potential for Are life. Are you saying that the chicken eggs I, although I will say fall in the I belly will of say a whore? I, I will <laughs> say... No, no. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be cast on the stone. Yeah, be cast no, but stone. I will say that I think an or egg, I think an ovary is more potential life than a sperm. I don't know why I think that. I don't know why I feel that like that. Seems like a matter of perspective to me. They're, they're well, it's it is it is they're equally the, except the potential some, ex- is equally there except except somehow somehow the egg uh, seems more uh, there's more to it. Okay, than, well let me uh, let me sperm. pose let me pose this question to you: What has more potential for to create a plant, the seed or the dirt? The seed. Okay. And that's so how I see it. No, but that's, but that's but the see, same. The that's the, the, the analogy is perfect. The s- no, the semen is the, is the dirt. No, the semen is the seed. It is the seed. It goes into the o- it goes into the egg and grows. <laughs> but a seed is more anal- analogous with an egg than. No. Yes, it is. Honestly, what's your sense of this? Semen is millions, so... I'm sorry. Hold on. Speak into the microphone, please. (laughs) Semen... Uh, Semen is way more than one egg. So, technically... Is the egg more vital, or is the semen more vital? The egg is more vital. And and we... It's not a scientific, you know, fact. It's just, what do you... What do you... 
God damn it. And it seems to have more to it. Like a, an egg. I mean no, 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 no. Because you might sprinkle a bunch of seeds and only get a few plants. Just like you might sprinkle a whole lot of semen and only get one baby. See what I'm saying? Alright, all this to say... I'm just telling you what my... I'm not saying that it's scientifically true. I'm just saying that my sense of it is an egg is... Uh, particularly in the case of a chicken. Yeah. More so in the case of a chicken. Because it, the egg is like... I mean, pretty much everything is there except for, you know, Frankenstein's bolt of lightning. And Frankenstein's bolt of lightning is hit, bang, and suddenly it's alive! That's so what you're saying the semen is Frankenstein's bolt of lightning? Right. Right. That is completely ridiculous. I'm, com <laughs> I'm comparing the penis to a lightning rod. Or actually a lightning... A storm cloud? No, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, either a storm cloud or uh, a lightning... A producer of lightning. That's right. That's okay. how I... You've completely lost me. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so these people were vegans, meaning they don't eat any product whatsoever. Any I'm just animal. saying that lightning shoots out of the penis. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I don't want anybody getting hurt. All right, so uh, these people were vegans, so they didn't eat any animal product. Okay. Period. They had a baby. Okay. Which was doomed. So, how big was the baby when it was born? Uh, well, 11 weeks, I think, was it? It was 6 weeks. 6... No, but how long... 16. No, but, but how, how big was it when it was born? Do you know? They, don't, they didn't tell you. They didn't say okay. how big it was when it was born, but it, uh, it was 6 weeks, 3.5 ounces. 3.5 ounces? Ounces. Or, I'm sorry. No, pounds. I'm sorry. 3.5 pounds. Yeah, My okay. Uh, 3.5 pounds... Uh, at, at six the six-week mark. At the six-week mark, uh, baby died, and guess why it died? Malnutrition. Malnutrition. They were only feeding it soy milk and apple juice. Not a healthy diet makes. They charged the parents with murder. They charged the parents with murder. And negligence. Fucking right, and negligence. Right. D that sounds about right to me. And they ought to. I mean, you know, stuff like that. When you fuck up that badly with a child, it ought to be pretty much sterilization. Just yeah. in case. Well, Just I mean, in case you escape your is, bonds. Is like, it, the person who was writing the article was essentially saying, I used to be a vegan until I got pregnant, and then I kicked it up a notch because while a full-grown human can survive on a vegan diet, although not particularly healthy, healthily, uh, a baby cannot and even for it to grow normally inside the the womb, you got to be sucking back some be, protein. Yeah, you got to be eating, you know, having calories, mm. protein, vitamins, you know, omega three fatty stuff. I that's I very can't scientific. Doctor, the Fussman. exact name for it. Uh, fatty acids, fatty somethings, fatty acids. Sure, whatever. Anyway, so you need that stuff to have a healthy baby grow, and you just don't get any of it on a vegan diet. Uh, and vegans have to take supplements if they even if they don't want to wither away and die. Oh, they do take supplements. Yeah. Like if you're just on a regular ve vegan you diet, you, you got to take, take a supplement. Yeah, you got to take the omega or die. three pill. Or die. Yeah. Well, or be really unhealthy, be malnourished. 
Uh, well, that's a pretty clear lesson nature's throwing at you right there. Yes. So, uh, you know, natural omnivorousness uh, is a good thing. Well, I mean, we've grown and to be omnivores. And killing your baby... <laughs> Is a very bad is thing. Is a bad thing. So you're saying eating right, eating yeah, a healthy right. diet is good. And having your baby survive is good. Killing babies killing is babies bad. bad. And while the baby probably would have been better so off... So killing babies is good and eating a healthy diet is bad. Right. Wait, no, <laughs> No, I was not paying attention to the last thing you said. I said killing babies is good and eating a healthy diet is bad. Depending on where you are. Yes. Um, but... <laughs> so... <laughs> eating babies is good... <laughs> Eating babies is good. And killing a healthy diet is bad. No, wait. No, I'm confused again. <laughs> uh, so, eating healthy is good. Eating healthy good. Killing babies. Killing babies bad. bad. All right. I think we've locked in on it. All right. All right. That's my final answer. Um, so yeah. So any any a, in any case, it really pissed me off because I remember sure. a specific instance. I was downtown in Burlington. I think I might have talked about this before, but there was a kid in Country Cart Deli. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the mother was going in. She's like, do you have any vegetarian options? And already I'm like, oh, fucking God. great. You know, you've, you've doomed this child already. And then, uh, and that's then the harsh. Guy, and the guy says, <laughs> well, <laughs> all right, just listen. It gets worse. Okay. The guy says, yeah, you know, we have a vegetarian hamburger and a vegetarian, uh, it's made out of pure, dog. pure vegetarians. Made out of pure vegetarians. Sure. She says, uh, does it have soy product in it? And he says, yes. It's fucking tofu dogs. They both have soy product in it. And she says, because he's allergic to soy. This little kid, about a year and a half old. Is allergic to soy. Allergic to soy. His parents are making him be a vegetarian. You know what? Just fucking let him eat regular food. Get that kid a goddamn cheeseburger. Until he gets of age. I'm with you. Ah. Fucking pisses me off. All right. Yeah. Anyway. All right. And then you have your when he's eighteen, he can have his own fucking weird diet. Yeah. Whatever he wants. But seriously, semen is more like the seed. I really see the uh, the ovary as more like right. the seed. I, I gotta I think tell we're you. We're gonna need to take a listener vote. Uh, <laughs> email us contact <laughs> with your thoughts. Anyway, uh, let's take a short break. Eat some dinner. Very good. Let's Come eat some dinner. Ooh, chili. Kara's uh, making chili. Yeah. Mm-mm, good. Oh, yes. All right. Hey, you remember the uh, alien from uh, Bugs Bunny? Yeah, Marvin Martian. Yeah, can you do him? Uh, yeah, hold on. Uh, You've stolen my space modulator. That makes me very angry. Well, that's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. All right, who else can you do? Uh, I, I don't know. Name somebody. Throw it out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, let me tell you. I, I have the list right here. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know who I can do. Okay, that's, so that's, your in, that's a smart ass. That's your, <laughs> that's your my smart. Of a smart ass. <laughs> Why, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who's got a distinct voice? I can do... Uh, I can probably do... Uh, can you do uh, Adam Carolla doing 1920s, man? Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna pop over to the speakeasy. See, <laughs> <laughs> that's really just anyone doing a 1920s. All right, guy. okay. I I I mean, you could probably do. Uh, uh, 
what's the obsequious guy? Oh, right. Yeah, uh, oh, shit. What's his name? Uh, uh, oh, I can't. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's very but good. But of course. What the hell is his name? Uh, he worked with uh, Frank, Frank. Benny, not... Uh, Benny Hill? No, 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 no. Uh, something Benny. Barney Frank? Something Benny. Uh, Barney Frank, what a weird name. You know, I don't like much about Barney Frank. <laughs> But he's, he's pro-gambling, right? He's essentially a communist. But <laughs> but he's the only one on Capitol Hill. Him and Rand Paul together right. come together to make very strange <laughs> bedfellows. <laughs> both <laughs> in support of... <laughs> in support of legalized gambling. Uh, Especially online gambling. Fight the power, man. Yeah. Fight the power. Fight the power. Anyway, I, I hope they... Uh, I hope they... I mean, it seems to me yeah. uh, that it's a violation of GATT, the you know the World Trade Accord, general agreement on tariffs and something. Yeah. Uh, well, they've just made it illegal for you to use your credit card to pay for the gambling. Well, that's one way they've made it illegal. What's so the other so way? So, in other words, they've they've well, it's illegal. For example... <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm breaking the law? Well, actually, I don't, th- don't know if federally it is illegal. Uh, but state by state, it's illegal. Oh, okay. But there's interstate commerce issues here. Because... And, and I think the way GATT looks at it is, is that they're a, a market, a business that's perfectly legal for Americans to do outside of America. In other words, we can go and we can create a casino and we can let we can run online gambling in in Great Britain, right, or Canada or here in the US? anywhere in the world. No. Oh. Okay. We can't run it here in the US. All right. Okay. But we can run it outside. So we can get Norwegians to spend their money at our gambling sites, but they can't get Oh, us yeah, to spend yeah. our money at their gambling sites. So it's a GAD issue. Uh. Right? And so hopefully that's where it'll be won. And it's particularly... That's not good for business, don't you know? Yeah, that's my Mad Hatter. That's good. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. Uh, you know who that is. That's a specific actor. That's... Uh, oh, shit. Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want the mustard? Uh, that's fa- that's that's very good. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Bring it back to the voices. Uh, can you do bugs? <laughs> yeah. What's up, Jack? Yeah, so so. Just you know. How about Elmer Fudd? Uh, I'll be very quiet. Nah, it's a week. You mm. know, Looney Tunes are tough. You know, it's one guy who does all those Looney Tunes. I know. Mel Blanc. Right? I know. I d- ah. I don't possess his uh his, pr- his particular gift. Yeah. Uh. Okay, how about Scooby-Doo? Uh... Oh, Raggy! Okay, and how about Shaggy? Uh, it's like, man, we're gonna go get some, uh, some s- food from the kitchen and oh my god, a ghost! Run, Scoob! Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's, that's very good. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Alright, you are a talented fellow. Yeah, well... <laughs> If only I could find a way to monetize this gift. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not one of your talents. No. Nope. Um, 
<laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem, Shag. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, so Barney Frank is fighting for uh, gambling rights. Oh, good. Go Barney. Go Barney. Go Barney. Plus, I like his name's Barney. <laughs> not many Barneys oh out there. Great big fucking not purple dinosaur. <laughs> well, I was thinking actually of Barney Rubble. Right. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I guess there's a lot more Freds uh, out there than there are Barneys. Barney's <laughs> the one that never there took. Are more, there are more Freds out there. Uh, although less and less. It's not a lot more Kyles, Tuckers, and Todds, as George Carlin mm. so uh, adequately pointed yeah. out. And he makes a good point that uh, uh, Barney, Fred, and Joey can probably yeah. kick. <laughs> Tony, Vinny, and Joey <laughs> could kick <laughs> Kyle, Tucker, and Todd's ass any day. Yeah, yeah I think that's uh, his. It's funny the way names change, huh? Yeah, well, they, he talks about it a little. The guy who wrote Freakonomics talks about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, names sort of go in waves. Yeah, well, because rich like people name their kids one thing. Yeah, and then uh, the poor people start. And then naming the middle class start naming their kids that. Yeah. And then the poor people start naming their kids that, and now the rich people don't want to name their kids that anymore. Right. And so the whole cycle begins again. Yeah. Right. And it's funny because uh, although he's, there's not he's many talking rich kids a little bit of Shaniqua, I'll tell you that right now. Because Shaniqua don't live here no more. P- probably. Is Shaniqua there? Hell no. <laughs> Shaniqua don't live here no more. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I don't know who does that fucking song. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I, I bet you couldn't pick out a person. Who's the guy who does that song? Himself. Fuck you. and. Uh, oh, uh, CeeLo. CeeLo. Yeah, yeah, I like that song. I'm <laughs> like... CeeLo? Yeah, CeeLo. Okay, yeah, I like that. I think it's pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, funny guy. It reminds me of sort of a, it's like a hip-hop version of Jane County's If You Don't Want to Fuck Me, Baby Fuck Off. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. If You Don't Want to Fuck Me, Fuck Off. Uh, yeah. Uh, what the, what the hell were we talking about? I don't know, gambling something. Oh, gambling. Yeah, yeah. So he's fighting for gambling. I like that. Oh, oh, what we were talking about more more recently was the way uh, people name their kids. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And well, uh, what I was about to say was, uh, once it gets to the very lower crust, uh, they start like naming their kids those things, but they start spelling it wrong. Sure. You know. Sure. Like it's Brittany, you know, B R I T N E E N E E. Yeah, Brittany. Well, he was saying that one of the most common names uh, among the lower classes was unique. Spelt wrong. Spelt a million different ways, Ooh. but it's the most common name. That's a shame. Unique. Ooh. That's not what they were going for. No. Common was not no. what they were going for. What about the guys who named their? What about the guy who named his son the winner and loser? Oh yeah. Well, you know what happened. Well, winner became a loser, and loser yeah, became wi- a winner. Winner is in jail now for <laughs> for uh, some drug related. Yeah, and lo- shouldn't be in jail for a drug related charge. Right, and loser's a cop. A loser's a cop. <laughs> that's right. An award-winning cop. Yeah. Yeah. A hero cop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Because with uh, with he calls loser, himself Lou, though. Yeah, Lou. Well, that's what I'd fucking do. 
Yeah, I'd go get it changed. I mean, that's a very boy named Sue kind of moment. The first thing, I, first thing I did after I got out of the police academy, I beat the shit out of my dad, <laughs> and then I'd go change my name. <laughs> that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Name me loser. Now <laughs> fucking punch you in the head. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Now my life's been torture because of your fucking social experiment. Okay. Exactly. What a jackass thing to do. Yeah. Well, you know, I I was pretty careful with naming my kid. I didn't want him named anything. You know. You know, I think I think most reasonable people they're not. You know, you're not especially careful, but you want to be mo- You know, reasonably. Well, you know, I didn't want to name him something that. Like your mom stopped me from naming you Clyde. Yeah. And I That's thank her. Totally and cool I thank name. her privately in my <laughs> in my <laughs> in my silent moments. I you thank her. You would have been such a cool kid, that. though. I would have been Clyde. I, you know, I'm an outcast enough as it is. <laughs> the name like Francois. <laughs> uh, I don't really think that's yeah. a tricky name in the states. It's funny, you know, like in Montreal, yeah, where Montreal. we actually named you. Yeah. It's like as common as John. I know. I, I know. know. And if I'd grown up there, I'd speak French and English, <laughs> and I'd, you know, my name would, would I'd be like John. Right. Yeah. Oh, how life would have been different. Oh, it's all different. Yeah. It's the what? It's the butterfly effect. Sure. One little change, and yeah. ooh, everything's all they're totally different reality. Yep. Best not to dwell on it. <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, but yeah, I was careful about naming. Sa- well, I wanted to name him. I wanted to give him a unique name, a little bit like I had. Spelled U N I Q U E E K. No, not <laughs> the name unique. Oh, oh. <laughs> a unique name. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, like I wanted to name him Declan, which is weird because I'm not really Irish at all. Right. You know, but I like I like that name particularly yeah okay you know and i thought it'd be cool declan alexander bouchard but yeah, rachel uh the name didn't grow on rachel she didn't, didn't like, like that no she didn't like it and she is irish actually and she has irish heritage well maybe she knows something you don't know maybe declan's what all the geeks are called maybe declan is like irish for eugene no, have you met a declan i've met I've a couple never, of declans i've never met a declan i've met one or two declans cool guys very yeah cool guys so you didn't have a bad declan experience no no. Well, maybe it's like maybe Declan was. Uh, if you know Irish history, maybe Declan, you know, was the town village idiot somewhere. Well, I've uh, I w- I like the name because it Elvis Costello's real name is Declan McManus. Yeah. Okay. Oh and yeah, that's that's that. why I was. Is he Irish? Uh, he was born in Ireland or something like that, or moved from Ireland, or his dad was from Ireland or oh something shit. like that. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. But yeah, so that's why I like. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But okay, you know, no, I, I get it. I but get it. Uh, Rachel liked Sam, and Sam was good. And you know, it's part of my first name, Francois Samuel. So yeah, right, right. Okay. Yeah, I I liked it just okay. Yeah, and you know, never fa- no one ever calls me Francois name. Samuel, which is weird. Well, and it's I too y- long. Uh, We've got places to go, things to do. <laughs> We're busy, busy well, and people. It's just like we can't be spending all our time I've pronouncing your I've name. I mean, it's part of my first name, but it's like I've m- moved it to a middle name. You know. I bumped it down. It's Francois yeah. hyphen Samuel, right? No, there's no hyphen. Hyphens are pretentious. But so there is actually no hyphen. So there's by the a way. space. There's a space. Francois Samuel. Like, you know, Jean Paul or Jean Claude or whatever. Are you sure there's no hyphen in those names? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, there can be, but. 
But there doesn't have to. There be. doesn't have to be. So you're Francois. Like I knew a Jean. You think I would know this? You think? Yeah. You'd like. But to think I think that. your mom went in and signed the name papers <laughs> while I wasn't there. Well, one you're day. sleeping. Well, <laughs> when I was in there one day, yeah. I think she just went in and she said, "Yeah, so I don't know if you know this, but he's <laughs> called Francois." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let well me just fill out like that his, paperwork that now like before his, his dad gets like back. He wants to name him Clyde. Is that He's like his stupid. middle name? No, his middle name is LaRue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and his and his you know his yeah. first name is Francois Samuel. Okay, yeah, I kind of get that now, and I sort of remember that. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, my full first name is Samuel. So anyway, naming Sam, and then we got Alexander Samuel Alexander. Just for the record, for the first three years of your life, I don't think I got, you know, a hundred hours sleep. Really? I mean, precious little. I was not my most coherent. Plus, we had opened a business. Right, right, You right. know, we'd opened a brand new bookstore. Yeah, you had a lot going on we when I was born. We had just bought a house yeah. that was, like, not winterized. <laughs> yeah. And you were born. I was just, like, like... Uh, you really I, kicked it into I high gear. I was totally fucked up. For, for three years, I was just <laughs> totally out of my mind. I don't really think you ever get enough credit for that. No. <laughs> Hell No. Of course, you'd say that. In yeah, any yeah. case. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not really brought up in conversation much. That's true. Yeah. And you don't bitch about it, which I think is nice. Oh, what are you going to do? I probably turned out better adjusted because you didn't. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. I t- you know, all those things were my choosing. Yeah. You know, I yeah. chose to open the business. We chose to have you. Chose to buy that shitty chose house. Chose to buy that <laughs> shitty house. <laughs> fucking shadow gay, the armpit of... Well, it's not really Quebec. the worst place in Quebec, but it's like one of them. It's Maybe it's like well, it's not the asshole, but it may be the armpit. It's like a mole on the ass near the asshole. Like yeah. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, uh, yeah. So well, so we got. Uh, it's back to my. Well, I, we had a good <laughs> a mayor with a cool name though, or uh, yeah, I think he was the mayor. I can't remember if he was our MP or if he was the mayor, but his name was Bosco Borsier. Ooh, nice. I know, it's yeah, a good that's name. That's a good uh, name. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we had Samuel, and then uh, we had Alexander, and Rachel's brother's name is Alexander. Right, and right, right. my brother's middle name is Alexander. So, good family so name. Good family name, and it worked out. And if, you know, you ask her, it, we named her him totally after her brother. But, Fine. you know, for me, I, ag- I only agreed to it because... Fine. Because <laughs> my brother. it sugars off. So, uh... And then Bouchette. So it's a very regal-sounding name when you p- string it all these. Samuel Alexander Bouchette. Like, he should be on a beer label or something. Sure, he's got to live up to something. Yeah. You put a lot of pressure on a kid like that. that I plan to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I plan to <laughs> I plan to throw him at all my failures. And it's funny. Uh, uh, I was talking with... Uh, uh, or talking. You know, it's a, you know what's an unfortunate name before you say that? Asmir. That's a tough name. Yeah, that's a tough name. Yeah, he did pulls he a did he know it was a tough name? I, I don't think people pointed out to me. He's a totally affable guy. He's yeah, nice he's a really yeah, totally super yeah. friendly. And yeah. so I don't. It's not the kind of thing where you know people are you know getting all of you ah, fucking ass mirror. You ass know, smear. Yeah, ass <laughs> smear. I don't think they're getting up in his face about it like that. Yeah. You know, but but it, it would have been hard to grow up in this country with that name. He'd yeah. be pronouncing it linoleum now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's spelled A S M I R. I like to pronounce that Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced Bob. Yeah, I pronounce it Alan. Yeah. 
uh, it's one of those things where you take on like all the Japanese kids take on an English name when they come to this country. Mm-hmm. They're not, uh, you know, Yakamoto anymore. Yeah. They're it. I I I'm I'm Jim. Right. Yeah. What's uh What's Satoshi's Americanized name? You know, he never took one. Really? Yeah, he's Satoshi. That's funny because he's so keen on not never going back to Japan. You know, it's funny about Satoshi. He's uh, he doesn't want to go back to Japan for some reason we don't know about. Mm. Something's up with that. Something's waiting for him there. Who knows? He killed a man and had to leave the country. Who knows? Wow. Well, he came over I mean, I don't on a think student. It was that he it, came over it. on a student visa. He yeah, came over, he came over stu- legitimately. Did he? You know, he came over. He went to, to on a Canada boat? first. He went to the Northwest Territories. Yeah, snuck in from the north. He like went to the Northwest Territories <laughs> and hung out with engines up there or something. Yeah. And uh, and loved it. But you have to make a living, right? Right. Or you have to... And he's a writer. Well, he was nothing at the time. He was just a kid. Arguably, not much more now. <laughs> well, arguably, <laughs> yes. So, so he's... So he was. Uh, so I'm he not was saying <laughs> he's not. Uh, he's not leapt up the ladder quite. He's <laughs> not a household name. Yeah, no. He's no sake. No, although he does have a cool name, Satoshi Masamoto. He has a great name, Satoshi Matsumoto. Masamoto. Uh, but yeah. he he came over here. Uh, it's a name you have to whisper like a ninja. <laughs> it is very. Uh, 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 you know the last samurai kind of yeah. <laughs> name. Uh, what do they call that? What's what the hell was that book? Uh, Taipei? No, that's not it. Uh, Taipei. Uh, the Last Samurai. <laughs> no, it was. I uh, think there was a movie called The Last. There samurai. There was a movie called The Last Samurai, but there was a huge book. Called I think it's Shogun. 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 Sure. Yeah, it's a real Shogun name. Oh, you know what I want to see, and we we should watch sometime. I think it's on uh, the instant queue. What's that? Uh, it's a Quentin Tarantino film I think he helped with, uh, but it's called Sukiyaki Western Dango or something oh, like I that. I think I've heard about that. Yeah, I want to oh, check it out. Oh, let's totally check it out. I think it's like a Japanese Western movie, something like that. Oh, that sounds funny. I know. I know. You know, Seven Samurai became, was the basis, that story was the Magnificent Seven. Right. Did mm. you know that? No. No. Do you care? Not really. Mm. Who gives a good goddamn? Yeah, a little bit. Whatever. I'd say on the c- if I, I I'd probably hit it fifteen percent on the caro meter, you know. Oh, which reminds me, uh, we've been working on the coolo meter, and uh, yeah, uh, I don't have my phone on me now, but we'll be. You've been taking notes for the coolo meter. Well, so I what's th- totally we gotta, uncool? We gotta come. Well, totally, totally uncool is Urkel, right? And totally fucking cool is James Bond. Is that what we? I think we landed on James Bond. James Bond? Yeah. I like Batman, too. Because Batman's totally fucking cool to me. It's a little... Uh, All right. Should Batman be on the rung there somewhere? We kind of needed something in between James Bond and what did we have? Jason Bourne? <laughs> uh, yeah, and they have to be fictional characters. And Fonzie. They have to be fictional characters. Right. Well, Fonzie is the baseline. He's Fonzie's zero. Well, Fonzie's middle. He's zero. He's zero? Yeah. Uh, then like I think zero. Marty McFly needs to be on the upper side of Fonzie. You think Marty M- McFly has some cool in him? <sighs> well, it, then we should make Marty McFly the baseline. No, no. Yeah. Fonzie's got to be the baseline. Fonzie? Yeah. 
Where where were we at? Well, because we, Fonzie's we cool. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, for <laughs> all intents and purposes, Fonzie's cool. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, Fonzie's cool when Samuel L. Jackson says his name. Any other time, Fonzie's yeah. not cool. All right, fair enough. Uh, uh, well, we had Urkel, Archie. Right. Marty McFly, Fonzie. Right. I think that's a good run. Yeah, but we need uh, Fonzie's got to be number five, so we got to have something somebody between somebody less cool than uh, Marty McFly, but Fonz- more cool than Archie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> which is a really ridiculous thing when you think about it. But <laughs> you know what I think is good though is that we're taking the time time we're to lay the this time. out. That's right. And, the chart, down an <laughs> and the chart will be up to on put the down website. A, you know, we talked the other day about, uh, you know, what the importance of the Kelvin scale versus the Celsius scale versus, sure. you know, and, we, and I was arguing that, you know, Kelvin's increments were just as arbitrary as anything else. In fact, the only system that didn't have ar- totally arbitrary increments were the Celsius system because it went zero freezing, 100 boiling. Right. So, you know, so water, it was related to water, and it was where they froze and boiled, and that was the major increment from zero to 100. Okay. Uh, and uh, so, so I think it's important, as, you know, as the French took their time. Again, I'm going to have to argue with you on that again. Like, why is it not uh, the point where it's freezing, but to the point where it's a gas, you know? Well, it could well, be. Well, I guess boiling. I guess is a boiling. Gas. It starts to become a gas, or yeah. at least it evaporates more quickly. But no, that's when it converts to a gas. That's when it converts to a gas. Yeah, as it begins to boil, it converts to a gas. That's yeah, well. I'll be fucking damned. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get away with nothing here. <laughs> but, but why it, not the point <laughs> where it, where it comes back down in rain? Why not that point? The well, fuck? <laughs> well, but but you're right. It is arbitrary. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it absolutely is arbitrary. But the difference is, is that it has meaning. Okay. You know, because freezing and, and boiling And you would say that our coolness meter works on the same level? It has meaning? That's what I'm saying. Okay. And so I'm saying that it's important, you know, whereas they spent the time, you know, they got together with the International Metric Committee or whoever the fuck thought it up. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was run by the French, because <laughs> they're so fucking anal about that kind of <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. you know, they took the time. They, you know, they took time out of their busy schedule. They had a system that was working for them perfectly fine. Sure. You know, they could continue using that. There's no reason to change. They had two systems. They had Kelvin and they had Fahrenheit, right? Right. Uh, but they took the time to say, yeah, this is pissing me off. It doesn't evenly divide by ten. Let's work this out. So they did. Good for and them. the world's a better place for it. And I Except think in America, <laughs> where we still where use where well, we did it as kind of a snub. I think we're like, <laughs> like <laughs> we need your fucking metric system. Yeah, we're doing just fine right here. What <laughs> has two thumbs and is doing just <laughs> fine. <laughs> this guy. Say, besides, <laughs> metric system is just like the American system if you had twelve fingers. <laughs> Fair enough. No difference. <laughs> so. Except that nothing evenly divides by 12, really. It would if you had 12 fingers. We'd be a base 12 society. But we wouldn't even, because 32 is the, you know, 32 is the freezing point for water, and then the boiling point's 212, and that doesn't evenly divide by 12. Now you're getting all... 
you getting using all, math? You getting all damn te- me? You getting all technical on me? But hey. the important thing is, is that we're doing the same thing with a coolness scale. <laughs> <laughs> that is important. That's this right. is monumental. Right. You know, one day, one day, provided the French come on board, the world will thank us. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We'll probably have to, you know, we'll probably, what we'll do is we'll... I'll hold my breath. Listen, what we'll do to, 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 to appease the French... Okay. We'll substitute Fonzie, we'll substitute in Jerry Lewis. Is he French? No, he's American, but they think he's the coolest, coolest fucking thing ever. Really? Even though he married his 14-year-old cousin? No, not that Jerry, not Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the Nutty Professor. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Dean Martin, Love Martin, and Love Martin and Lewis. <laughs> it's completely different. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Same page now. All right. Gotcha. All right. Now, if we were trying to appease the, uh, Vir- you know, the North Carolinans or the Virginians, then well, then we'd use Jerry Lee. Okay. All right. Well, let's wrap up this list. Okay. That's okay. And uh, speaking of wrapping up, uh, let's wrap up. Let's wrap it. Website www.daily-ride.com or www.daily-ride.com. There you go. And uh, check us out on Facebook, Twitter. Email us your suggestions for topics at contact at daily-ride.com. That all of those things that you just said that I really wasn't listening to because I was thinking of something else. <laughs> okay. Were exactly correct and <laughs> awesome, and I'm so glad you said them. Perfect. Right on. Right on. Oh wait, wait, wait. Tell a friend. Jesus Christ! You couldn't have said that before. I I forgot. Do you have to say it every time? No. Like I'll tell. All right. I mean, it's possible that somebody listens to this and never listens to another episode, and we forgot to tell them to tell a friend, and that's the end of it. <laughs> so <laughs> I suppose <laughs> I suppose that was a that was a good idea, and we would like people to tell their friends. If you you know if you enjoyed, it, if it made you chuckle or something like that, uh, it's all free. Right. It's good. It's it's given out free. We do. We're doing it at, from the love of our hearts. But yeah. the one payment that we would enjoy, yeah, is knowing that people listen, hear to our beautiful voices. That's right. And because our and our, witty, and our witty repartee. I love the sound of my own voice. I do. I, I love. I love the sound of your own voice too. I can't imagine how others wouldn't enjoy it as well. It's my voice. I'm not particularly fond of. Uh, your voice is fine. Thanks. <laughs> I feel a lot better now. Uh, you know, <laughs> as you as you as you grow, you'll learn to love your own voice. Okay. And despise the voices of others. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right on. Right on. <laughs>